before we started. What kind of music are we going to play for this? Can't do the... The main theme. The main theme. Mm, Yes. Because guess what, guys? This is a full spoiler, anyway. Because they didn't f***ing have it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, your your heart wasn't in that. Just halfway through, you just gave it No, because Mitch hadn't done the intro, so... (laughs) Could be pre-credits, though. Yeah. Totally could. (laughs) What was I saying before I died, then? What music are we going to play, Mitch? Because they don't have the... Oh, oh, can you f***ing not? Right you can just slide that over top of it. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I love it. Mitch just like mashes the keys. Oh, trying to find <laughs> which mic. Trying to find which mic you are. F*** you, Mitchell! That's that's your start before the credits. <laughs> Get it a geek. This is the Get It a Movies crew. We are talking Rogue One, a Star Wars story. This is our full spoilers review. We have already spoilers! done... A non-spoilers <laughs> review available on our podcast channels on iTunes and SoundCloud. If you've missed it, go back and look. If you haven't seen the movie already, we do recommend that you don't listen to this. This is probably one of those movies. I don't care if you don't care about spoilers. Don't listen to this. Go watch the movie. Enjoy it as it is without someone spoiling it for you. Then come back and resume play on this because this is going to be amazing. Like, I'm already saying the best podcast you'll listen to all year. <laughs> whoa, 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 Mitch. Mitch, just, you got to manage expectations. expectations. No, he didn't say it was the best movie. He said it's the best podcast. That's what I mean. you got to manage people's yeah. expectations. It's just us five nuffies sitting in a like room. Like, one of our well, best podcasts, I think, was Cloverfield Lane. Oh, no, yeah. No, yeah. And that movie was just oh, amazing. Yeah, great. Yeah. We've, had a couple of, we've had a couple of good ones. The worse the movie, the better the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, in that got. case, I guess this yeah, is going to be gonna a be very pretty average, average podcast because we like the movie. Spoiler alert. Uh, so, yeah, this is full spoilers. We're going to get straight into it. Last warning, blah, blah, blah. And who wants to start us off? Brendan, you had a problem yeah, from the get-go. I had a real bad problem with this because here you go. <laughs> F***ing lights dim. You watch a couple of trailers a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And then there's a planet. You're like, well, where's my f***ing opening scroll, bitch? <laughs> and that weird, like, it, it was like the Star Wars music, but not. Yeah. It was vi- I visited, I like, I oh, You know, know like, what it was? Oh, was it was the Stargate Atlantis theme <laughs> compared to SG-1. Hey, no, 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 no. There's no. That's let's go to Stargate like to Universe, shall yeah, we? Yeah, it was the oh, yeah, yeah. Good call. Look, I, look there, it was, I think, I said to Reese, it didn't have the words. That was the first scene to go, yeah. this mm. isn't cool. This isn't Star Wars. This is, yeah. this is a little standalone thing. So they didn't have that. They didn't use the Star Wars music. So it was kind of their way of going, we are a branch off. We are the jet star of of Star Wars, <laughs> but we are st- we are our own people. But they had so every f-ing cameo under the sun they could find, which didn't was they? cool. I it mean, was, but just make it a Star Wars film. Give well, me a scroll. Yeah, I. Yeah. They or have been the music. I just, think Mitch yeah. uh, and Mitch, uh, we were talking before, and and uh, and just said, look, if this doesn't work, it still doesn't drag anything away from the actual Star Wars franchise. It doesn't slow that down at all. So it's kind of cool that they. It's all related to Star Wars, but technically, technically. It's not a little bit. Mm. Kathleen Kennedy, who now owns Lucasfilm, um, yeah, yeah, she runs it and all that. It's been it's been a talking point, honestly, for like (laughs) I guess about a year since. Not Catherine Powers. No, Catherine Powers. She retired at the top of the game. We know that. (laughs) Looking great. Emancipation. Yeah, we've lost control already. Uh, we do a side project called Get Into Gate, talking just Stargate. This is Get Into Geek, talking about Star Wars. Let's get back yeah. there, shall we? Right. Uh, but, you know, um, it's been a talking point for about a year that this was maybe not going to have one, maybe going to have one. They, I don't even know if they ever fully confirmed that it didn't. I feel like they, they might have about t- only two or three weeks ago, just to sort of calm everyone down, 
I guess, for when you start watching it, like you did, Brennan, and you obviously haven't been following well, no. news. And why would you, I guess? you Because know, you want to go and you want to go in fresh, and it happens. And I think that, yeah, worldwide, there's like 98% of the people that go watch this movie, it's not going to have, boom, Star Wars music. I was immediately deflated. Crawl. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. expecting anything, but I'm like... I- this has to happen though, because yeah. that's part of the cinema experience. You're like, here it comes. It's gonna literally blast you away yeah. with the with the theme. Yep. And then it was just. Bleh. It's just an odd stylistic choice in the way that they decide. Obviously, they decided not to do a scroll, but then also not to use the music and just use this really odd music cue that only went for probably five or six seconds and then just and kind then it, of petered out. But there was something the... in between that too. It was like just the ship flying in front of a planet. Yeah. And then it went to Rogue One. Oh, after that's that. right. That's oh, it was right. a whole yeah, the whole like uh, yeah prologue essentially, yeah, like yeah. between that's time right. jumps. Yeah, it was, and then it popped up with Rogue One, and that's the thing they've done that to distance itself. We spoke about this in our non-spoilers, so I guess we don't have to go over it too much. But they've done this among other things to distance themselves from the episode, the mm. actual story of of the Skywalkers, um, at least those Star Wars films. And yeah, I guess now that they've do done it, it what's well, the music? Now yeah. that they've done it, they kind of have to do it. For good now with the standalones? Like, do we get yeah. Han Solo? Maybe we don't see Han Solo as a child and then boom, Han Solo on screen and then cut to him as a 20-year-old or anything. But if it doesn't work for the audience, do they sort of go, oh, yeah, we're just joking. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah, was- and then Rogue One really stands out as being sort of the black sheep as far as trying to distance itself from a Star Wars That's- film in the- in that context. Like, yeah. yes. gr- I mean, grand scheme of things, really. That didn't make it a bad movie or anything. It was just, you're right, from the get-go, you're excited to go and hang on, don't know any of these characters. We, you know, okay, we know where the timeline's set, but we're going back to prequel-ish sort of areas as far yeah. as episode four it and, just and before it goes. A little bit. But yeah. I've got to say, if I'm not a Star Wars fan, I'm not watching this movie. You know what I mean? If, if the Star Wars franchise yeah. did not exist, I'm not going to see this. And for me to have a certain expectation, because I'm such a fan, mm. and for, to just be like, well, oh, this is going to be shit. And it was pretty friggin' average for the first half. Yeah, like, I was just completely deflated until it eventually yeah, kicked into gear. Feel, feel free to hit me every time I bring up this, but the Clone Wars TV show. <laughs> <laughs> we have got a lightsaber here. I will actually. Yeah, <laughs> like it stylistically chose a way oh. to do it in terms of it uses the music, but then doesn't doesn't have a have. I'm not going to hand you a Give lightsaber. Me a f- lightsaber. So you can hit me with it? Yes. No. <laughs> not stupid. <laughs> you said feel free yeah. to. I don't want to go on it too much. Stylistically, but... they use the music, but then they don't have a they don't have a, a crawl. They just have basically just a proverb, like yeah. a little you know that relates to the episode, and that was their stylistic choice for every episode. Yeah. So it was interesting that Rogue One seemed to make a choice by not making a choice at all for for that sort of iconic. It's opening. like they yeah. s- they stripped it down to the bare minimum mm. of yes, this is Star Wars, but we'll only show stormtroopers. Um, and lightsaber, and Darth Vader, which is fine because I'm sure in a year's time, and Leia and her dad Cameos. and everyone, and yeah, Tarkin. and I'm sure in a year's time it won't, it won't, it'll be a non-issue. But obviously, us going into it expecting, you know, a certain opening to a Star Wars film, yeah. we didn't get that, so it was probably just jarring for us. But I don't think in the long term it'll be to the detriment. No, it was just no. something for us to get used to. I quite enjoyed the fact that it was opposite to what we were expecting. Yeah, I wasn't expecting I, a scroll, like, I, a, like I, a crawl. I didn't know what to expect, but I, I guess you're watching a Star Wars thing, and it, mm. even from the very get-go, no scroll or anything like that, I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. it just went straight into this. And the, like you said, the music was different. Mm. All these things were different. So I think for me, for I was me, kind of going, oh, how are they going to do this? Mm. Oh, they didn't. Yeah, you've waited <laughs> for that big... <laughs> Star Wars has always been it. like just a space right, opera. I'm going so to the toilet. for that big opening <laughs> yeah. number, and yeah, it wasn't there. Yeah. But 
And I wonder how they would have done it, actually, because it is such an, an, an anthemic sound, that Star Wars mm. music. And I think to go into that scene, that prologue that they had, it would have almost been a little jarring to go from this really, in a way, happy. Because it does make it, when we see that in the cinema, because we haven't really seen it that many times in our lives, yeah, hearing that music for the first time in front of the movie. That was going to be my fourth time, and they ruined it for me. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, it's part of the experience. Like... You you hear the music and that's that's what it is. Like you hear you hear the the Star Wars music, you know it's that. Yeah. You know you hear you hear the My Lord of the Rings. You hear the Lord of the Rings music, mm. you know it's that. You know you hear the Twilight music. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like you hear Roseanne on in the background <laughs> and you come running. And at the end of that song, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Rich just brought up the fact that he knows the Twilight music and you all yeah. skipped over that to a fucking Roseanne hey, joke. Well, 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 well. <laughs> I didn't say I know. You know why, Maddie? Because of that reaction. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! I was baited again. Yeah, I bet you know the bloody Gossip Girls tune as well. Be <laughs> <laughs> right, Gilmore like, Girls. Like, <laughs> what? They've, they've tried to distance themselves. They go, "This is this will make us stand out clear." But you spoke about all those cameos. You forgot about the two most like non-relevant cameos the the weird face guy and the like the ball chin boy from balls. from yeah, from the bar in oh, a new yeah, hope that was good that obi-wan yeah. cut his arm off like yeah. mate just wants to pick a fight on any planet he's yeah. on yeah, he wasn't sure. even on tattoo he doesn't look, to go for so they were in spoilers now so i had a bone to pick with that because we did see ball chinian and 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 pig face or whatever the <laughs> they are <laughs> cool characters <laughs> Why they're, are they there? But they, they but it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't matter yeah. why they're there. But they're in the city. They bang into the guys, uh, into the two two leads. That city gets blown yeah, up an hour later. Won. They must have been on their yeah. way to their cab. Holy shit! <laughs> right? I didn't even think of that. They yeah. must have fucked off real quick. Straight. We needed to, to hear up. Now boarding Tatooine. on uh, platform three, yeah, direct to Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, Leaving they, in two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so they banged in no, and everyone's like, you... oh my God, they're here. And then next minute, the pl- the whole f***ing, not just the city, I but the surrounding totally continent gets f***ed up. Yeah. Yeah. They had to have f***ed off real quick. We spoke about in spores about you know different spin-offs that we could see in the future. And once, you know, 40 years down the track and we're going to see absolutely everything, we're going to see... <laughs> that guy's story, like you yeah, think his okay, wife would be think about his luck for a I would second, like right? That. I would actually Mate, like that. He's Those on the two moon. Guys meets Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the film we want. Yeah. That's the thing, right? It starts off. For this shit. They're leaving. They're <laughs> leaving Jeddah. As they leave Jeddah, they see this giant dome ship blow the fucker up, and they, 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 they go, "Jesus, oh." How's our luck? I'm too shit. old for this shit. Head straight to Tatooine and gets his fucking arm chopped off by a Jedi who's apparently extinct. Like, <laughs> what is this guy's luck? I mean, he deserved it, obviously. Yeah. Well, if wow. you're going to pick a fight yeah, everywhere the... you go. Yeah, exactly. It's right. funny how you mentioned that the guy over the microphone saying, oh, yeah, you know, the next transport is to uh, Tatooine. The, I did notice near the end, the, one of the stormtroopers go, hey, did you notice the K2SO is being... Um, Discontinued. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the the T fifteen. Oh, really? T yeah, T one. I only remember that. Yeah, T fifteen oh, because yeah, I th- like didn't Luke Skywalker talk about a T sixteen or some shit? Like that? I used I to I used that. to hit one rats in my T sixteen or some shit like that. So yeah, he was saying okay. the T fifteen's been yeah. discontinued. He's like oh, uh, so whatever. The okay, because I thought he was referring to the the droid because you don't see them in the next ones, do you? Mm. Uh, so that you see f- variations on them, but not. Like I feel like the the medical droid. They look in, a lot um, like the medical droid, yeah. In yeah, the, at okay. the end of Empire, that gives Luke mm. his new hand, kind of is a similar design, yeah, yeah. but still different enough. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I, I'd like to go back and actually listen to the end of that and and see because that to me would be like a step too far because you don't need to. Like I I heard you guys sort of mumbling a little bit because I was on the end of our row, so I weren't too sure whether you were making a lot of comments about the different, mainly the, the I think they're called the Death Troopers that that um, accompany Krennic oh, as he the lands. Black ones? Yeah, are you and, talking about their cocks? 
Oh no, I didn't know that's <laughs> they what had you were laughing massive at. Massive cock plates. Oh really? Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, what well, is they that? Well, they are. They are like they are essentially SEAL Team Six. Like yeah. they may as well. They're the monsters. They're the snakes. You know, like they're the guys. And and I didn't know whether you guys were making comment about the fact that like, hang on, if these guys are so legit. Why have we never seen them before? Because really, we're, while Star Wars, yeah. we're actually commenting on how far away they parked the oh, ship. So and then yeah. the way. I was I was seeing that exact same thing because Ray did that. <laughs> Like in Force Awakens too, we spoke about that. Like, That's right. I yeah. love walking dramatically. <laughs> yeah, to I'm just a imagine I'm about to land. Like he's got to go find this guy who he knows is going to run yeah. when he goes to pick him up, and he's the only guy that can help yes. them build this destructive weapon. He's the smartest mind in the galaxy. He's like, "Where do you want us to go, sir?" Oh, as far away as you can. About 300 I, meters. We need we need just, dramatic effects. Just give yeah. time for their daughter to be given a necklace and go and hide in a cave. Well, that's somewhere. the thing. Jin's running. The ship goes overhead, and then she beats him there. Beats him to yeah, the, I saw yes. that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wondering what the hell went and on. They with had that. a full conversation. They made a phone call. They escaped. Pack your shit. And let's then they go. came back. Like, what about the mother? She's just like, don't leave him alone. And she, hey, she, worst mother of all. Time. Yeah. Don't wait. wait. You got to pull a gun and shoot him. Yeah. Now they they <laughs> never made mention of it. She had a kyber crystal, which makes sense because her husband Galen is a is a, is, yeah, is a scientist. The mother mentioned the force, but as as and we'll, we'll get into this, this really set up the force as it did in A New Hope, which I kind of I like that they've thrown back to it. The force has really become a religious thing now, mm. and something that even if you're not a Jedi, that people are aware of. And now that like the Empire has taken over and the Jedi are no more, people have really come to know that well, maybe the Jedi actually were pretty good, even mm. though we got fed all this bullshit twenty years ago that they were bad. Maybe they were good, and the force is something that we need to you know believe in and 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 empower with ourselves or whatnot. But the mother, I didn't see this in the in the little hut and stuff, but outside when she comes up with a blaster and points it at Krennic, she's wearing Jedi clothes. Her, yeah, her, her She's robes. wearing a, a brown robe over yeah. tan underneath. And I'm, I'm like, gonna, hang on a second. I'm going to say it here. She was a youngling. She was a youngling yep. or a Force-sensitive child <laughs> yep. um, that maybe escaped Order 66 or hadn't been taken to the Jedi Temple before Order 66. Yep. So she never actually got any Jedi training, but she may have given that she has a kyber crystal. Yeah. And that does relate to something in a TV show that I'm not allowed to mention. <laughs> <laughs> um, but given that, yeah, she has a kyber crystal, the outfit she, she was wearing and the way she sort of talked to Rey about the Force, I'm like, I'm pretty sure she would have become a Jedi. Because they talked about those crystals quite a lot, and then the mm. the rebel, the extremist rebels, were actually removing it from the tanks. Was that the same crystal? Yeah, that yeah. Taking? Mm. yeah. The kyber so, crystal. and that's obviously a power source. Mm. Yeah. So, where did they mm. take those crystals uh, after that? The rebels, where did they take the them? extremists. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows where? I guess that were well, they just like collecting that base them. That whole city off. was yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because no, yeah. yeah. that too is a lot of what uh, again I mentioned this in the non-spoilers. Catalyst, which is a book out at the moment, it's mm. essentially the the prequel to this prequel film. Yeah. Um, so the but Darth Vader and the Emperor ordered all the different caves with the, those crystals to be destroyed. Well, Jeddah is... Because they, well, they showed Anakin that statue, right? Yeah. You, you saw that statue that was on its side. Yeah. Obviously, the Empire went in and destroyed it. It's this giant statue of a, Jedi. of a Jedi. And from what I understand, without having read Catalyst or knowing temples, much... Uh, right? uh, yeah. It's, it's this... It's like one of the most Force-sensitive places in the galaxy. And essentially, like, it's Jeddah. So it's probably the, among the beginning of the Jedi or whatever. Yeah, there is a so line that's in there something about how it's oh, one of their most... Um, sacred, sacred places, places and things like that. So that's why these kyber crystals are there, and that's what the Death Star is powered by: is a giant, giant kyber crystal. Mm. Uh, and that's well, just why a it's just bunch of a whole bunch of them. Sure, yeah. So that's a lot to destroy a planet. Yeah, and that's what I like <laughs> too: is that juice. they. You know, we, we don't see the uh, the Death Star in its full capacity. What is Tarkin saying in New Hope? Uh, at fully operational, you know, no, and no, they go down and they blow all around the shit up. Mm. 
But uh, in this, they go, just blow up that... I just want that town. Just blow up mm. Jeddah City. And it ends up like destroying a whole country size worth of land. It's like, shit, you only tried to do that. <laughs> yeah. You, you dropped a drop first, of water in the ocean and it created Adam waves, test. you know? Yeah. So you sort of get the feeling of, wow, this... And, and, and you also learn that it's not just a one or nothing setting with the Death Star because that's sort of what we got to learn from it mm. with A New Hope and I guess too with Return of the Jedi is that they use it against planets and that's about it. They, mm. they were blowing up rebel ships, giant rebel ships at the end of Return of the Jedi but yes. that's just because that's all they were aiming at. They were can blowing I... this shit up whereas this it's like, no, we've got like a 10% setting. <laughs> we've got a 1% setting. Can I Didn't talk they about love something... their levers in this as well? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can I talk about something that annoyed me about that is, um, is A, the, the Death Star was upside down when they did that. That yeah. bugged me. Yeah. Uh, um, no, can I, yeah, I, I saw space that, is relative. Man. Yeah, that's the people complain. <laughs> I saw fans complain about this online. It's like, the director well, had his camera upside down. That's what <laughs> they, but they were in space though, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but it's how like, are they upside down? They're not upside down. They're in space. Well, our the planet's ori- upside down, maybe. Like, yeah, but their orientation was they were looking at the planet from the same aspect we were, but the the dish on the Death Star was underneath. So I feel like they could have just rotated it around. Why go to all the effort of putting the Death Star upside down but keeping our orientation up? But that's, yeah. not the, that's not the thing that annoyed me. The thing that annoyed me... <laughs> no, I'd have to go back Sam and watch it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they didn't put it upside down. Maybe they just moved it forward so it was it facing was the planet. <laughs> but it was on the underside. It was on the southern hemisphere. Let's yeah. move on anyway, with the one. <laughs> it anyway, was. These um, are the hard-hitting things we yeah. need to talk so, about. <laughs> this is what's in spoilers. This kind of ties into what I was talking about with some of the, the writing aspects of it I didn't like was that um, we see that you know, at the start of the film of them destroying Jeddah and it was pinpoint accuracy and it was great. Mm. Uh, in the finale of the film, skipping forward right to the end, uh, when everything's been done and it's, okay, destroy um, the base, there's the Citadel on, I'm forgetting the name of the planet that the whole last third was set on. Don't blame you because mm. there was about the, 50 of them. The tro- yeah, the, the tropical oasis planet. Fiji. Uh, Fiji. <laughs> they actually um, shot the Maldives. That's what said at the end. Oh, it's like Maldives right. crew. It does look like they went awesome. to the most beautiful place wow. in the world yeah. wow. to shoot well, a Star Wars you? film. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so to destroy Jeddah, Pinpoint accuracy on that big mountaintop took it out. At the end of the film, they fire, miss the citadel on the area they want to take, fire past it, skim the satellite dish, hit it, and fire past mm. it. Mm. Did they actually miss it? Because what did they say they were aiming for? They the said base. take out. Did he actually say take out that base where the they base actually were? The base of the tower, I thought he said. Well, that's it. That's the only thing. The citadel is the base. Yeah, but I didn't like... That's where they oh, were. Um, I thought he meant the bottom, like the base of the tower. Yeah, so yeah. instead it kind of skips the horizon. It hits the satellite dish and skims the horizon. Yeah and lands a couple of hundred kilometers away. And I feel mm. manipulatively only to allow mm. Jin and yep. old mate to have that, that final last goodbye. minute and the, the, the cuddle Embrace. and yeah. your dad and would have been proud, which to me is emotionally manipulative and I didn't appreciate it. And I there was no... It, there was just n- got hit and they were gone yeah. and mm. they were completely unaware... Um, I didn't like the sentimentality of the your father would have been proud. You never met his father. You were going to kill him. You don't give a shit, mate. Mm. Off. Yeah. Come on, mate. Yeah, I mean, oh, he was for me, just though, trying to make her feel comfortable. Yeah, for me, the, all he was moment. saying it was so like, coming she to wants to hear this. Yeah. Well, yeah. she wasn't yeah. trying to make yeah. him comfortable. She could have given mm. him a... <laughs> I think in the heat of the moment, I don't know if he would have been able to get it up. No, honestly, no. I was so worried on two it occasions. Like, anytime, any place. There's a lot of battle. I was so on. worried on two occasions. One when they're on the lift uh, and they come yeah. down from that tower, and when they're on the beach. I'm there's like, no precursor. Please yeah. do not f- kiss. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you exactly dare kiss. And when when he amasses all the all, all of his mates sort of in the hangar before they sort of steal the the road. No, I didn't thing, feel it there actually. They just, there was just this one little moment where they yeah. sort of turned around, and I was like, "Don't you dare!" And For me, that was like flirting, but I was so worried. That they were they were going to kiss at the end. I'm so glad they didn't because yeah. in my mind I'm like, there's never been a love interest like this in a Star Wars. And I'm like, actually, of course there has. There's been like two, one obviously very toxic one that led to this whole f-ing thing with the Empire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, sure. Say, but it felt so different to that, and I was just so glad they didn't go down that path. What's, so glad. 
what's the deal with them all having English accents now? This is an American movie, and they all had American well, accents. Well, the English Obi-Wan accent. Kenobi's had an English accent. Who? Like Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness has an English accent. Obi Wan Kenobi's so a yeah. But that's Coruscant. Coruscant is like it, it, that's why people were wondering because Mads Mikkelsen obviously is uh, what's what what nationality is Mads uh, Mikkelsen? Is he Swedish or Croatian or um, so Middle Eastern of some descent? I'm <sighs> so racist right now, but <laughs> um, uh, Eastern European. Yeah, so. Eastern European somewhere. Yeah. But well, so he's obviously got his very distinct accent. I love his voice, you know, and even in this, like, he's got his very English-speaking or British-sounding uh, daughter and his British-sounding wife. And that's I guess, goes further to me thinking that mm. his wife was at least some way involved with the Jedi because she would have spent a lot of time on Coruscant. And that's mm. where that English accent seems to come from, is, okay. yeah, is Coruscant. Yeah, there's a of American and English, even since um, episode four. Yeah, I'd, I, I just thought, I was just... Wondering why that was the case, because usually... And then the, I think the first American accent was actually the Stormtrooper, mm. from what I could recall, because I was... Did they ma- yeah, did I ben, ben Mendelsohn kind of had this odd half American, half Australian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually certain, thought for a second, like, is he on full Australian? Mm. Awesome. Good. Bring it There's on. Scottish sort of guy in there as well. Didn't they, um, in A New Hope, they made a, a point of all the accents, didn't they? I know there was a, uh, I don't remember. There was an Aussie in there and... Nah, they didn't have any Australians until like um, episode one. Not main like, characters, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, but like. Um... Are you right, Link? Just sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, are we boring you? Or... <laughs> Something came up. <laughs> Checking your Instagram timeline, just seeing uh, what new videos have been posted. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about MVP for the entire film? Well, oh. I've, I've got I've got tied MVPs. Yeah, I've got Alan Tiddick as K three K two S O K two S O. Who we spoke I spoke about in the um, non spoilers um, review we did. To me, felt like a combination of C three PO, R two D two, and Chewbacca. Just uh, those three people. Yeah. All, yeah. Serve the purpose of all three of those into yeah. one into one character. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. He was great. And um, I guess the Chewbacca angle too, because of Cassian, who he was, was hanging thinking, out with all the time. Uh, yeah, Niles, and then he's the he's, male hero. He's the of the muscle. Film. Like yep. for, for probably the first three quarters of the film, he was just kind of the C three PO and yeah. and the Chewbacca. Yeah, comic but relief. then once they sort of yeah. um, infiltrate um, the Citadel, then he's in the back of that other head with the and the he's. Light. And taking care of business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he yeah, was, he was just he was just everything, wasn't he? Yeah. Like he was yeah. he was the comic relief and then he was the gadget guy and he was the fing muscle as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So to me he was he was the combination of those three. And what I was talking about in, in our non spoilers is, is I kind of feel like the pilot and the captain, yeah. I kind of feel like they could they have been combined been one. into one yeah, character. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but the other MVP for me was um old blind mate with his stuff. Oh, oh yeah. my god. And he's, um, oh, yeah. he's like Yes. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely <laughs> your he's guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Lincoln's guy. Lincoln's always got a guy. He's no, got a you, side character guy. Yes, now, we spoke is. about this in our Independence Day Resurgence yeah. review and a movie that we despised and we really hammered it in our review, but there's a there's an African character in that <laughs> film that goes yeah. up against these aliens with these laser weapons and he pulls out two machetes and we're like, this is Lincoln's guy in the yeah. movie. Like, yeah. The guy that does things that make no sense. Old and like blind, just takes goes up against stormtroopers with a wooden stick. And yep. he forces the own out of them. And then out of nowhere, pulls like a bolt thrower that fires like ion bolts. Yeah. And he's just like, yes! <laughs> what isn't cool about this dude? He's wise like Yoda. Yeah. He fights like a f- ninja. 
And then on top of that, he's all about the force and shit. Although, drinking game, every time he says force, drink. Oh, God, oh, no, man. man. <laughs> alcohol yeah. poisoning. R.I.P. to those three other members of Get Into Geek that did that during the film and are no longer with us from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he was great. Apparently, it was his idea, too, to make his character blind. Really? And they yeah. brought him onto the film, and he's just like, well, hang on, wouldn't this be a, a different angle? And what I liked about it, I'm watching it, and I know that I've been trying to get Lincoln to watch um, uh, Netflix's Marvel uh, Daredevil, because I'm watching, I'm like, man, you've just out Daredeviled Daredevil, like Daredevil, because Link, yeah. Lincoln was going nuts when he was like he's basically. Daredevil's just got his whiny <laughs> bitch mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like Lincoln was going nuts when he's hearing shit, and that's how he's able to, you know, you quote unquote see shit and dodge things and do moves. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why Daredevil's cool. And then he was doing shit that obviously Daredevil can't I'll possibly do. Tell you why do, Daredevil's cool because the Punisher's in it. <laughs> that's the only reason I tell you what cool. you know what was the partnership between those two you had Daredevil and then the Punisher was his mate with the like vacuum cleaner oh, yeah. machine gun <laughs> yeah, was. like just he he went up to a point I think you turned to me he said that was a Punisher move because the guy was already dead and he walks over to him point blank and just <laughs> into his yeah, head yeah. again it's like just to make sure yeah. Yeah. I think he looked at him as oh <laughs> yeah no he, he was great Donnie Yen's character was uh, yeah. was fantastic and I'm watching that and I'm watching K2SO and I'm like oh man can't wait to see these guys in another oh that's no, they're probably not going to make yeah. it out of this film. Oh, they, oh, I realized they, they really f***ing didn't like, make it out of this yeah, movie. As soon as... Uh, K, what's his name? K2SO. Yep. We don't need to remember because he's dead. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he died, I'm like, oh, he's like the Chewy uh, getting shot. And then I'm like, oh, okay, they're all dying. To, yeah. all the Firefly, <laughs> to all the Firefly fans out there, here's Better Leaf on the Wind. I'm the only one who'll get that in this room, but it's fine. Oh, I've seen it. I'm yes. okay with it. Yeah. Um, I loved that everyone died. <laughs> Yeah, me yeah, too. I yeah, it. yeah, it wasn't one that of those awesome. Hollywood. Oh, we'll keep, couple yeah. of, you know, we'll keep alive. Mm. Just keep, nah, kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and, and it's they, such and a weird, different ways too. Like yeah. everyone had their yeah. own yeah. glorious it was like a death. horror movie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. and cool. it's such a weird way to, uh, to, I guess, experience an ending like that because it's horrible. These five key characters you've been following for the whole <laughs> film yeah. all die, but yeah. you go, yeah. well, it's all going to end well because I've seen. The end of this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They blow up the Death Star in the end, so yeah. and oh, it's that's like okay. They, they had to die because otherwise we'd be questioning, well, why aren't they being... What, yeah. Why yeah. weren't they wheeled out at the ceremony at the end of A New Hope? Or yeah. why don't, you know, <laughs> yeah. what, what does anybody yeah. know about them mm. if they, you know, mm. did this... Oh, f*** that. Chewie didn't get a medal feat. at the end of New Hope. These guys were never going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. She would come, you know, in episode eight or whatever. What I, mean, I guess it really puts nah, a nail be, in the coffin of the... She'd be as old as Luke. Yeah. Because the fan thought there was there's fan yeah. theories been going yeah, on ever yeah, since they go. Be, here's she, same age no, as Leia. She's about same age as oh, Leia. Yeah, they're no, twins. No, they're twins. twins. No, Leia. Yeah, but she's a, but no, Leia I'm was nineteen. Leia's nineteen. Yeah, well, this bitch is nineteen. Oh well, no, no, she, no, she was a was, little kid. She would have been what? Five? She'd be twenty-five. And then she's yeah, she was. Uh, she would have been closer to ten. Oh, yeah. She'd be alive. No. Now he's a split in hairs. No. Yeah. Either way, either way, yeah. she'd be a little <laughs> be, bit older than Luke. She'll be going the same be party. Maximum yeah. twenty-one. She'd definitely be still. She might alive. have been a senior when he was a freshman. Mate, someone, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all it would have been. Yeah. Someone would like, have blasted her resting, resting bitch face long before she got long before she got to Leia's age. So many people, so many fans out there, like they see you know Felicity Jones get cast. Hang on. She's a British actress in a Star Wars film in a prequelish sort of era. She must be the mother of a now current set British actress character in Ray. They're like, she's Ray's mother. She's yeah. going to hook up with Luke. It's like, yeah, well, maybe watch is this she film. Though? Is she not a chance? Like mm. she, like I. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have time for anything. They didn't get to kiss at the end, let no. alone conceive a child with some bloke she's never met in a desert planet. Come on, guys. Mm. Yeah, they didn't get the fetus off that planet. I know that. Yeah. No, it was um. 
Yeah, the poor bitch never had sex. Oh, bullshit. She was running in bad circles, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> so maybe she did meet Luke. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Before she got he arrested. He was an innocent boy. He was boy. on the farm. He yeah, wasn't, yeah, that's true. He wasn't taking, into a sock. He wasn't <laughs> taking her back home with his, to meet with Uncle his blue Owen. milk. <laughs> with Uncle Owen. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. <laughs> Getting one prats and then going home and drinking some blue milk. <laughs> hell. Oh, they had little blue milk, uh, little mm. cannon. Yeah, there was a little. Like an ode to that, they wasn't it? almost bloody zoomed in on it. It was look, we did blue milk. Look, <laughs> look we see, did blue milk. That's a strange thing. We've been talking about the whole time is that they go, This is so separate to Star Wars. It's not yeah. Star Wars. We, we don't need the crawl because this isn't the same as a Star Wars film. It's like, Here's blue milk. Here's that guy from the diner in a new Here's hope. C3PO and R2D2 <laughs> for eight seconds. Yeah. Eight, eight. Did they have a What was his like, line? We missed that. Yeah. We I can't believe they're going to whatever it is. Oh. I it was like, look, I thought it was cool they threw in all these little cameos here and there. Like, he, yeah, it's like you know, people watching for Rogue One, they get to sort of have that little bit of a Star Wars nostalgia. F- yeah, because everyone is connected, yeah, although course. this is its own standalone. So I thought it was sick. Yeah. See pig face and scrotum chin. And then you see the f- <laughs> hey, we didn't see vagina face. You had, a, you had a problem with pig face and scrotum chin before. Look, I have a problem with how the f- yeah, they the got continuity. off that planet before it got yeah. f- blown to bits. But then, you know, I love seeing all the little characters yeah, and awesome. the blue milk and the f- and all that shit. So, yes, it, it, it was kind of cool with all those little odes because you're watching it, you're like, this is a cool story. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, I remember I, that. I see this movie as like a transition. So, like, you, you're weaning us off the characters we love so yeah. much and all the mm. things that we're so Just addicted to enough. for Star Wars. And you can still and technically sort of say that R2 and C-3PO have been in every yeah. Star Wars film. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. You know, you yeah. can still say that. That's and it, yeah, it definitely made sense that they were there. Like, you think about Vader in this, and I'm sure we'll start really getting into the, the, the Vader oh, aspect Lincoln Take a break when we get to <laughs> You can go for a leak, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll get to why in just a second. Um, but shit, like, it, it made sense. That it's not like, yeah. it's not like, hey, we're going to make a separate standalone Star Wars movie, but we're going to throw in Vader because fans love him. Like, it made sense why he would be involved in this story. Oh, He's totally. so high up in the Empire. Mm. Shit's really starting to hit the fan with the Rebellion. That's well, why Vader's in this film. And the start of episode four, he's chasing the plans that yes. have been stolen. And lovely so tie in there because he was right there when it was all happening. That's why he was there chasing mm. after them. And it makes sense that R2-D2 and C-3PO are there because they were owned by Bail Organa. And it so if makes... he's there on Yavin 4, the rebel base, it makes sense why they're there waiting and why they would end up on the ship that Leia is on mm. that mm. Bail has sent her on mm. to be able to take it this information. It also makes Leia even more of a badass if you think about it. Like in, in the start of episode four, you just think, oh, they intercepted her ship while she was out mm. and they think she's got the plans on it. Like, that ship dropped out from the battle and took yeah. off. She's toe-to-toe with Vader, and she's like, what plans? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. We've got some hope. We're on a diplomatic mission to Alderaan, <laughs> whatever. So, like... Actually, let's then. Yeah. If R2, where was R2? Because he's meant to be on that ship. Well, they didn't ever show him get on, but like enough time had passed, I think, from... like That all... would have been nice. It would have been good to, to maybe see them like that would have been onto the, a that ship. could have been the cameo. Yeah, that's like they could have been saying the same line yeah. as they're boarding a I ship. I think that yeah. would have given it away though, like because it was was but really we, nice. We know where it's going to go though. No, but it was a really nice reveal that um, Leia's ship had been at that battle the whole, the whole time. time. Yeah, dropped yeah. out of like I wasn't expecting her ship to drop out of um, the main cruiser mm. and take off. So if you'd seen C three C three PO and R two boarding the ship earlier in the film somewhere. That would have given you it away. You didn't have to reveal that it was that ship. You could have just seen him walking up the ramp. Or and then we something. fill in the gaps later, I yeah. guess. Yeah. And, and and it made sense to me too, because I was starting to ask questions. I'm like, this is really starting to fill in all the gaps, how it's going to get to A New Hope and why A New Hope starts the way it is and, and the story is how it is and where it begins and whatever. They transmit the Death Star plans up to that big ship, mm. right? And they've like, we've got the thing. And I'm like, hang on, you are the rebellion. Like, 
okay, if you've got the plans, why do then Leia need to get it to yeah. Obi-Wan, who they haven't contacted in 20 years, to then somehow get it back to you, to use? You've got it. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we've got the plans. Let's get out of here right now. Let's and they all start jumping into hyperspace. And that big f***ing Star Destroyer pops out and yeah. they crash into it. Oh, that like, was awesome. That was Amazing. amazing and like and oh just shit quick that was, that was USB. get it out of here get it out of yeah. here that was Vader's yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. And that then, so, so that was like it was that cool bit about two minutes prior to that and they said oh what about the, the flagship and they said nah Vader's gonna look after that you look after yeah. that yeah. and yeah. we were like where the f*** he then and then he rocks up <laughs> yeah, he and does, he just annihilates them but not only does he do that he takes it upon himself to f***ing dismantle like 30 dudes. Yeah. He's like, boys, I got Before this. we get into Vader, Righto. we got to start from the start, right? Of oh, where Vader came in. Yeah, yeah. So, Lincoln, do you just want to pop off to the toilet? Yeah, yeah. F- well, well, if you want to start us up, Link, about <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What was your so, favourite moment of his introduction? Yeah. What was, what was the best part about seeing Vader in what a way was, you've never seen him before? Was, yeah. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Oh, no, Liter- like, literally honestly. in a way you've never seen Darth Vader before ever. Yeah. How was that experience for you, Lincoln? No, honestly, it'll sound like we're making it up. Like, like, everyone listening to this now is going, Wait, how could he have missed that? Honestly, we start telling you how we are introduced to Vader in this film, you'll go, you are making shit up. It's like the start of the scene. Obviously, right. if you're listening to this, you've seen the film. You know there's... how Austin Powers gets unfrozen? Yeah. <laughs> so there's, he so urinates there's... everywhere. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's and they a... give him a dick pump. <laughs> It's not, lace cravat. it's not mine, I swear. So the scene opens, and there's an old man in a robe walking down like a hallway. Lincoln decides that's the perfect time to go to the toilet. It did feel like a safe moment because we just come from a, a really intense scene. Oh, it was busting. He leaves the room, the doors open, and you hear... And you see like this cryogenic chamber filled with steam, two of like the red Imperial guards flanking it. And old mate in the little cloak walks up to it and you see like the cryogenic steam start to like come down and you start seeing Vader's like scarred body. Like he's in, he's, remember how like Luke is floating in the water? Yeah. That's kind of what Vader was like, but in like this steam thing. And very stationary. It's like, that's how he, that's how he. You barely see him They had him hanging, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. It felt yeah, like he was being. But he was submerged and stuff. Yes, was, was yeah. he like submerged in like a liquid? Because he was wearing yeah, his mask right. the whole time. Yeah. Like mm. I, I got that it was almost like his body still that destroyed and dried and frizzled. It's up. almost like we didn't soak it in because we're like, "Where's Lincoln?" We were the oh. whole time like, yeah. like "Where we is he?" All been going, "Oh my god!" And I'm leaving over Reese just going, "You're <laughs> <laughs> missing this." We're in a cinema that was like, okay, eighty percent full or whatever. I want to know what everyone else in that cinema thought. Yeah. Two hundred fifty, three hundred people are thinking four guys there are laughing at it. Yeah. Like, What's funny about this, you idiots? It's like, no, no. Our mate chose this moment. Pause the movie. We're no, going to tell you something. The whole cinema would have known because Lincoln's in like head to toe white with white shoes that glow in the dark. They would have Leaping seen over him. chairs. They would have seen him leap over the chair, leave the room. Darth Vader comes in. He's like mid monologue and, and Lincoln walks back in and jumps <laughs> over the seat. And immediately grabs our thighs. He's, yeah. he's already excited. He, he grabs both your legs like, oh, yeah, it's happening it's like it's been on for two minutes man yeah. we've already blown sorry man you're on your own here go back and get us some tissues from the bathroom yeah. oh, oh, 
No, it was very cool because it was that was obviously it was. very very. It was cool. the best part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best part of the film because Lincoln left at that moment. That was why. Like we gave it so four hard. stars. I'm not sure why you gave it four stars. <laughs> <laughs> we know what you're really going to give it when you see it. Four stars. Oh shit! Oh, oh, man. It's so refreshing so that it's not good. me for a change. <laughs> so good to have James Earl Jones back. One of our favourites voiceover characters. Yeah. Mm. Mm. His, his voice is, doesn't have as much, and we spoke about the this. The first line was still great. I felt like most of that scene was great. It was only, it only faltered a little bit at the end. end, where I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, you're old. That's right. Yeah, we, You've got a lot of... You're 35 years older than when you started. Yeah. <laughs> we spoke about this during maybe one of our gay right, chats. And, like a vagina. And yeah, because he, yeah. he does make an appearance in season two of Rebels. Um, and That's Jan- right, James Earl yeah. Jones oh. does the voice, and you kind of hear that he's mm, lost yeah. a little bit of that gravelly timber. Yeah. But, it's um, still menacing as shit though oh, behind that yeah. mask, and because they would play with it, like, it's not like that's his clear. But it's his voice, a little bit manipulated. Yeah, it's like yeah. P- Peter Cullen with Optimus Prime. Yeah. It's like he can't do it all on his own anymore, so they do have to pitch think, it a little bit. And it got they me wondering did that what in the originals gonna... did, didn't they? There's some kind of echo. Oh yeah, definitely. Or... Yeah, and it got me wondering where they're going to go because this isn't the last we're going to see of Vader. They're going to have other stories. They should set have between if four they're going to do a prequel. They should do a Darth Vader standalone film. That's fine by me. Seriously, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, if there's a whole movie of that one scene that Lincoln was just about to talk about. Oh, the, the Vader scene that he actually saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Maddie's making give the it most to me. of this. <laughs> That's the, the reason. Well, here's the reason why it was a four. Otherwise, I'd give it a three. <laughs> oh, interesting. I'm not, for me, that's it. Mm. He made that bump to the next Yeah, level. that was that was uh, a level of that really did kick it up. of yeah. badass yeah. yeah, fights. And that's the They're... best you've seen him fight. Oh, yeah. oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. My yeah. him f-ing god. Him in that corridor mowing through those like yeah. soldier yeah. guys. That's what we wanted to see in episode mm. 3 when he was taking out like the Jedi and stuff yeah, like abso- that. Yeah. Like, why was... that's what we wanted to why see. It was all implied. Yeah. Everything mm. was Oh, implied. yeah, implied because he, he yeah. lit the lightsaber it in front sucked. of the younglings and the only time we actually saw him killing other Jedi was in a hologram recording. For two yeah. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like he was doing a good job at yeah. it. But what we want to see like that's what you lead up to and again to bring up a show we're apparently not allowed to talk about but when you watch I'm sure five or six seasons of Anakin and Obi-Wan actually being friends that that Alec Guinness's Obi-Wan talks about in episode four goes oh we were the best of friends me and your dad and then you go and watch episode two and episode three and it's like there's no chemistry there Ewan McGregor's trying his hardest Hayden Christensen's just like, maybe not so much, and George Lucas doesn't like know how to direct people. It's like he's reading Robert C. Cooper dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> but you, 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 you. I really wanted that feeling that he gets like halfway through episode three, and then he's like, no, nah, he breaks, and he just goes on a full murderous rampage, and that's mm. what we got here. In, in right in just one in one scene, yeah. it was like thirty seconds. We got what we oh, wanted, like, and then ten he threw years the ago dude in a whole movie into the, onto the ceiling, oh, and you're like, oh. Okay, now I I asked this question. I think uh, was it you or yeah, you? I think Brennan. And now last year we saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens right at the start. Um, Kylo Ren, Poe Dameron's character, fires a blaster at Kylo Ren, and he turns around and he stops the blaster, the the, the beam. Of energy yeah, with yeah. force and mm. holds it in place through a whole conversation. Only when he walks away does he let it go mm. and it explodes into whatever. Into and that. I remember thinking, I'm like, that's awesome. We've never seen that and that makes sense because you've mm. got the force, you can do anything with it. And at times when I watch this show or even Clone Wars or whatever, I'm like, from what we know that Jedi can do with the force, 
they're very limited in what they actually show, what yeah. people have thought of. But still, that was very cool. At the same time, I was kind of disappointed that Kylo Ren's the first person that we, we've seen do this. Mm. I feel like Darth Vader's mm. the type of character that should be showing us all the cool shit that you can do with the Force. Yeah, in like... Correct me if I'm wrong, though, with this scene. Did Darth Vader not only stop a beam of energy from a blaster, but fire it back with the force into somebody's chest. I kind of got that vibe because I was about to say, That's in, cool. I was in, thinking it was with the hope, lightsaber. In A New Hope or yeah. Empire, you do see kind of Vader kind of does catch a couple of blasts, but you kind of... Yeah, with his kind, hand. <laughs> I've always kind of just palmed that off as, well, he's, that's not a real hand. That's a subtronic yeah. hand, so it didn't and really And perfectly count. parodied in... Uh, what was the second Family Guy one? Was it oh, something, yeah, yeah. something, 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 Dark Side? Something, and Stewie's yeah, Darth Vader character is going... Wonder Woman! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that with Empire, but I just thought that, I mean, that whole scene, and what was made so much better about it is that you saw the f***ing fear in these rebels' eyes. Oh, that eyes. was screaming. Oh, yeah. And oh. then it, it's darkness, and you hear all this noise, and I'm waiting for a door to explode yeah, open. Yeah, that's... Or yeah. for a... Like, like, yeah. it, like a new hope, that yes. kind of... Yeah. You're waiting for that. Yeah. And then it's darkness, and I think... You and I almost, it wasn't, we didn't quite look at each other, Brendan, we didn't quite, like, grab each other Something's or anything, but you're just yeah. like, what's going to go on? And then he says, yeah. and I'm like, holy f***, he's oh, actually you guys in the room. Light it up. And both of us yeah. are going, light it up, light it up. <laughs> and then it didn't only just light up the blade like you see sometimes in these movies, it lit up his whole body straight away, yeah. and you're like, yeah. oh man, you are so <laughs> It was like a horror movie. That was, yeah. like, that was yeah. the knew that they were like, and it just kept getting help, more, they kept getting more petrified. Because yeah. oh, each man. new dude that kept falling down, the, the, all of them kept getting more and more scared because he's just picking them off <laughs> one by one. Turn, it was yeah. like Jason yeah. Voorhees just walking yep. through a corridor, just slashing at these and I was thinking he had like three or four different ways of yeah. taking him out like he brought his lights mm. and just like so casually <laughs> swinging around like an umbrella he, like, you know just like around, yeah. you know and firing all their bl all their blasts back or at least out of the way and then he'd like force like choke them or throw them against the room maybe did the force blast back into then their chest four guys he just grabs their blasters out of their hands yep, and, 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 and then he starts them down. mowing them down my god now I remember sending you guys we were on a big group chat uh, until we like to really unleash our inner geek when we were outside of the studio and I just said God I really want to see just Darth Vader go to town in this film and you, you Maddie, you're like you know he's a bad guy right like he's going to kill good guys I'm like that's <laughs> exactly yeah. the yeah. I want to see that's why we love him and there's a great yeah. um, there's a cell I found on I think I sent it around to you guys uh, from one of the comics I'm not too sure which one because there's, there's a series uh, there's a Darth Vader series like 26 issues uh, and uh, a 5 or 6 issue sort of storyline called Vader Down and he's like really, he's like he's being cornered by all these people. And there's a, only a couple of frames I've read of this, uh, or a couple of cells of this comic. And he's surrounded out in the open, not in a corridor, out in the open by about 20 or 30 rebel fighters. Not guys that work on a ship like in this that have blasters. Actual rebel soldiers. And they're like, we have you cornered. Our forces surround you. He's like, I don't see forces. I only see dead men. Mm. I didn't I'm think, like, oh. I didn't think <laughs> yeah, you, you're a cocky son of a bitch. And for good reasons we <laughs> Wait, get out I of this film. <laughs> I didn't think I'd enjoy it as much as I did because it really made it made Darth Vader menacing again. He was yes. always yeah. so menacing in the first couple More of films. More than ever before, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. yeah because oh, I yes. think, yes. you know, episode four and five, super menacing. Episode six, yeah, not so, but then now that we have the prequels and the TV shows and stuff like that and you get to know Anakin... 
it makes you kind of feel for Darth Vader. But yeah. back to this sort of thing, it just makes you realize yeah. oh, he's how evil. imposing mm, and yeah. evil he was. The only thing I didn't like, and this is just being me being really nitpicky, is his like neck apparatus mm. was really kind of yeah. bulgy. And when he does, yeah, he's sort of like his, when his head was almost tilted up more than usual. Yeah, or something. When he, and when yeah. he's choking old mate, and he does, sort of does that turn. You kind of just see it all kind of flapping out. Yeah, mm. and I kind mm. of just wish they'd had a, a the just kind they of tightened the up that neck apparatus. Doing the body work? No. No, no different, uh, different guy. But um, I was thinking maybe he's older and he's just a bit chubbier. And <laughs> just got to fit the double chin in. Yeah. And just... <laughs> but yeah, like this, like this isn't the, the last time we've seen him. And I just want to know what they're going to do with the voice once. Un- you know, God forbid, but it's going to happen soon because he's he's very old, James. And thank God he's still doing all this stuff. Mm. When he eventually passes and they don't uh, use, mm. he, they're unable to use his voice anymore. Like it seems like it's a, it, they're going to be able to ma- manipulate it some way to be able to use it because you can just put any actor the, in take there. Take him to the Siri booth, just get him to record some <laughs> phrases, yeah. Yeah. and we'll just put them together in post. The Mission Impossible sort of voice strip. Say this phrase, and then we can actually replicate you saying mm. anything at yeah. any time ever. Yeah. Yeah. And only ask that because rumors went around about a year ago or him confirmation. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, that uh, they were going to have uh, Grand Moff Tarkin um, show up in this film. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, hang on, Peter Cushing died, I think, only a couple of years after A New Hope came out. Obviously, the character died in the Death Star at the end of the film. Although there is a, a fan theory out there that Grand Moff Tarkin didn't die, even though we saw him in the control booth of the Death Star <laughs> as it blew up, and that he's actually... With that Snoke. look of defeat on his face. Yeah. People think that he's Snoke, but oh, anyway, true. whatever. They can't beam out in this. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But um, they they said they're going to bring him back, and he's going to be a CGI creation. And all this online chatter, and people are like, well, look, you know, if he's only going to be a hologram, that's fine. Because if you don't yeah. ever use that character again, yeah. but you want to give, you know, pay a little bit of homage to, uh, to, to Peter Cushing for having played him, no, no, no. They show him in this film, and it starts with him and like he's back to the camera, mm, which is but fine. his reflection in the in the glass. And I'm like, okay, this is That's cool. Good. He'll be in one scene. Yeah. He's a fully fledged CGI uh, face character the whole yeah. time. F-ing hated it. Looked personally. very plastic. Like yeah. I feel oh, like he looked like, more realistic in the Clone Wars TV show, and that was all CGI. <laughs> okay, look, okay, let's not well, get stupid <laughs> about it. Let's not get stupid about it. For me, it. his mouth movements didn't even match the audio. Yeah, it's very or like it they was, still they have much the bit where weird. like his like lips are able to like get the curvature and it was like it was they were either straight or bent in like triangular almost yeah. like this they couldn't do I, like but let's face it like where the first time we saw this was what ten years ago X Men three a young Patrick Stewart young Ian McKellen now got okay God willing or in fairness rather they were the the actual actors playing themselves and they mm. just sort of you know stretched out their faces pulled some old pictures and stuff and pasted them on in post I don't know who played this guy. Obviously, someone that looked a lot like him because they had a guy that looked a lot like him at the end of Avenger the Sith for a mm. throwaway little shot. Yeah, well, and that was a that was a young version. Whereas here yeah. we've kind of got to match yeah twenty him up years earlier. To, to Although that hope. actor did actually look a lot like Peter Cushing, he just it's almost like he hasn't aged in twenty years. It was but good. it was just an odd choice. Like I feel like we had Ben Mendelsohn as as a pretty good villain there. I feel like mm. we could have just had. Grand Moff Tarkin in a couple of holograms or reflections. Of yeah, it. I don't think we needed Definitely. to have as much of him as we did. I don't know. We didn't it need was cool, to. I thought but... it was cool. And I, it like, yeah, the only reason I bring up X Men is that it. you think mm. about how it's it's progressed in ten years. It looks a lot better than what it did. And I actually oh, did honestly did get to the point where I, I was really liking it. It was just weird going from a single shot of Tarkin to a single shot of Krennic. And you can just see how light reflects off real yeah. skin under real lights rather than it's how they've manipulated light in the through, computer. I kind of looked at Reese and we kind of like shook our heads going, it's, just, it's too much. Yeah. Like like I said, yeah, a hologram or a reflection, that'd be perfect. Mm. Or even just the back of the head, which I thought 
they were going to do for Leia as well, yeah, which would have been fine. See, that looked don't, great. That so one did look good, but it still oh, went for a second yeah, no, too I, long. I didn't. Yeah, well, maybe because it went too long. It I was looking too at it too long. much, and I was yeah. like... You picked it out. She, yeah, she didn't like, need to say that line. She, they could have just had her turn, you went, and then kind of cut away halfway through, and you're like, oh, that was well done, and then they go... Yeah, and because I was almost hoping that. that they wouldn't because I thought... If they get to she a stage... She was credited. She sounded a lot better than she did well, in Force Awakens. Or... They thanked her. She was part of like the oh, thanks to okay. and stuff. But so they have just... actually... Another actress is credited as being Leia, but I guess she's the body double before they pasted her face on. But um, like I would like to think, like, like Darth Vader, this is not the last we're going to see of Leia. It's probably not the last we're going to see of Luke post-Return um, of the Jedi. Like, there's 30 years of story there. I want to see what they're going to do. And... There was a great meme or an image going around on uh, Facebook and the likes about six months ago where someone had a picture of uh, Sebastian Stan, who plays Winter Soldier in the MCU <clears throat> films, and a picture next to a young Mark Hamill. And they looked a lot yeah, alike. They were, oh, that. get him playing Luke Skywalker post-Return of the Jedi or, or stories in between. He can be a young Luke Skywalker. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's cool if they want to explore that because a lot of shit happened. There's a lot of books, a lot of comics coming out post-Return of the Jedi, pre-Force Awakens. So I would like to see more Luke about what he did because it's 30 years of arguably the most important character in the entire franchise, really, considering his importance. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think Leia too. And I've already, in a way, you're going to laugh because it's like a, a great crush of mine. But if they do get Sebastian Stan, who does look like him, they have already cast a young Han Solo doesn't look as much like um, uh, Harrison Ford as what no. uh, Sebastian Stan looks like Mark Hamill but my great crush in uh, in film Mary Elizabeth Winstead I think she if, if they did the little the buns in her ears she would actually look a little bit like Carrie Fisher in Star now, Wars now who she, was she from again? Cloverfield <laughs> of all things Cloverfield Lane gotcha. but um, I thought you were going to say Sky High Sky High sure said. definitely the better one yeah. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim with Scott Pilgrim that's the best yeah God, God yeah and I just thought it's interesting I guess maybe they don't have any plans but it's also a nice touch that well you get to see Princess Leia 10 minutes after this in story time so of course she's going to look like this rather than mm. shoving another actor but um yeah, I don't know. For me, it actually didn't look as good as what Tarkin did, but I guess... Oh, see, I was the opposite. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I thought, I thought Leia I looked better than Tarkin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah I thought she didn't look but I think bad. for me, probably because she was wearing white and she's very pasty sort of skin. Mm, so kind of it was skin. almost, it was like, it was just too much, yeah, white going on mm. there, whereas at least Tarkin, there was a lot more darkness and colours and shadows and stuff going well, on. Well, that's a 70-year-old man with wrinkles as opposed to an 18-year-old yeah, girl. Yeah, exactly, because so Peter Cushing's to... got a very interesting-looking yeah. face, you know, very a very weathered sort of face, yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, very interesting that they used so much of him. Like you said, with <laughs> they want to distance themselves from being a Star Wars film. Get rid of the crawl. We don't need that. We're a different Star Wars film. He's so much of a changed, guy that died 30 years ago. Yeah, change you know? their mind. 10 minutes into it. Yeah. Actually, no. Yeah, this is going to suck unless we do mm. everything that's happened before. Can, um, can I talk about what I didn't like about the first hour in terms of just sort of the writing and some of the really... Some of the dialogue odd, was odd, horrible. Yeah, some of the dialogue. Um, the, the first guy we meet really early on that the captain, whatever the captain's name is, there's so many forgettable Cassian. characters in here. Yeah. Prince Caspian. What is that? <laughs> um, he meets one of, the, one of his fellow rebel guys like in the back alley and he's just this really... Oh, panicked, yeah. crazy, man, like manic yeah. kind of guy. I'm like, mate, you're a f-ing rebel. Ease up. Like, just relax. Was he a rebel? Well, he was supposed to be. It sounded like he was kind of questioning whether he's going to be a rebel or not. But yeah, he was just okay. way too like hyper intense and and over yeah. overstrung. And I was like, mate, just relax. We're just trying to get to know these people. Who? Yeah. And then he gets shot anyway. So that was fine. Well, he shoots I, him. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess well, Jesus. opposing tones, but the same sort of. Like removal from the scene is what uh, Domino uh, Gleason uh, was as um, the oh, I can't remember his name now, um, 
red hair like leader of the uh, of the the first order in Force Awakens. Oh, you, yeah. about? you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, he was the whole time. He's just so despicably evil. Kylo Ren, I don't agree with you. Let's go and see Snoke. Like he was almost too much. I'm like, yeah, enjoy being a bad guy. Maybe not enjoying it that much. Whereas that guy's like, hey, you're gonna be scared, and it was just like too removed from the scene or from what his mm. character should be. But I do like that he got shot there because. What I liked about this, it showed that the rebels just weren't goody two shoes doing the yeah. right thing for the good reasons. Like they were actually doing some pretty crazy shit. They're out yeah. there to be assassins, yeah. and they were killing informants if it meant that they yeah. could get away. Like I, that I, was I cool. They to, were doing stuff that even they didn't agree with. I tried. Yeah. I tried to feel like they were. They were trying to set up this thing where. Um, Saw Guerrero was kind of like he was a terrorist, whereas yeah. they were they were trying to set up this this sort of differential where Saw had gone too far. But I didn't see kind anything of like a political. Yeah, I didn't see Saw Saw do anything leave. worse than what Prince Caspian did when he shot that He's guy. A nice guy. Yeah, and I wonder what five or ten years ago he must have broken away Saw because she said mm. I haven't seen you since I was 15 and presumably she's about 25 16, or so now yeah. so yeah 16 so it's been somewhere between five and ten years since they saw each other so I guess maybe in that time when he left he broke away because maybe he felt the rebellion wasn't doing enough whereas maybe by yeah. now when this story picks up they've actually caught up and they're doing just as bad shit as him but for, to them yeah, he's still that extremist the, sort of guy to the higher ups they're yeah. probably so yeah, yeah, yeah. a few of the still. weird sort of writing choices and 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 character developments I kind of had issues with was I would have preferred I think for Jin I think I would have preferred her to have just been a rebel from the start and not have yeah. been this weird... We had to sort of go, okay, <laughs> she was raised by rebels, but then that rebel was not rebelly enough. He was too rebelly, so then she's not going to be a rebel. And there's this, this 10-year period where we don't know what she's doing. We find her that she's in prison, but we don't know what she's in prison for. You can kind of compare like, that to it was, it was, A New Hope, and like where Luke wasn't a Jedi and then he didn't believe it, and then, ten, and then he's asking why Han Solo doesn't believe in the Force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then like, next minute she's gone... Uh, may the force be with you. I'm like, why do they keep saying yeah, that? Yes, like she's mm. no one's a Jedi. She here. doesn't. No, she no, doesn't but that's for me. A rebel. She's not a rebel. But then they get to the big, you know, rousing, you know, speech, and she's the one convincing the rebels to be rebels. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Even though she's not a rebel. Yeah. So I was like, I would have preferred her to have just been there from the start. Yeah. Let her speak. Um. Oh. And then <laughs> what is she saying? Shut up. <laughs> what is the girl's proposition? Yeah. I'm going to the toilet. It sounded like Ad- it sounded like Adam Blackbar in the background. I want to roast beef. <laughs> oh, and see, that was a scene that we don't need to be laughing at, but we all cracked yeah, up. I know. Let the girl speak. And I'm like, yeah. she's actually already talking. Like you're actually Who's talking saying? over. Yeah, it's like you're, you're interrupting. You're your interrupting speech. what she's saying to ask what she's saying. You know, at least though they didn't. They... My hearing aid isn't working. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't add. <laughs> Someone give her a microphone. At least they didn't add to what we saw with the the. Not that they would ever do this. I can't see them ever doing this in a Star Wars film, but it really pisses me off when they do it in film. A lot of sports shows where someone gives the rousing speech heading into the third act. And it's just the circle nodding heads, like yeah. everyone's slow, like, oh yeah, that does make sense. Like, God, a slow I, clap would have hey, been. Like, how, oh, do, yeah. how do I how do I show that I'm being inspired and motivated without actually saying anything? Nod the head. Yeah. Nod the head. So I had I had a problem with that. I had a problem with the whole Jin's father storyline in terms of why the um, Rebel Alliance wanted to assassinate him. Because the whole point is, yeah, he got it's already the, done. He's got the pilot to sneak a message out to the rebellion via his, you know, by that. So he's seeking out the rebellion to help them, and they're going to assassinate him in return. Yeah, and the Death but they, Star's and complete. But did they? Yeah, but did they know the Death Star was actually fully complete and operational? They and didn't he'd done his work. Know about the Death Star until well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I don't so know. that they still thought that he was still working on something. And did they actually know that he'd snuck out the pilot? And well, that was the whole no. reason they engaged 
Jin was yeah. because they needed to get to Saw because Saw had the mm. pilot who who her father was had used. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. feel like he was trying to get to them and Saw was getting in the way of that. Yeah. So that's why they engaged um, Jin in the first place. Yeah, yeah. the first so half I, I was didn't very understand that. Yeah, because I found myself put, while they were progressing the story, like scene to scene to planet to planet, I'm still trying to like. Okay, so he's okay, jumping back and A forth to B, and, and then C forward. goes to D, and then they meet up with B at point F, and all this. Like, I'm like, oh, is this is this clever or is it too clever yeah. for its own good? And like, does it need a... to be? Because they actually made a point the rebellion of saying to Jin, oh, your name is blah blah blah, and I think she was using her mother's name, but maybe her mother's yeah. maiden name or something, whatever it was. Mm. And they go, oh, if only the Empire knew your real name, Jin Erso. And I'm like, well, how the f do you know? Yeah, how do you yeah. Like, if she's been out of the system for so long, how do you know? Yeah, like I kind of get is. the feeling that like her father was once part of the Rebel Alliance and and sort of in, was retiring on his on his little planet. So it's like, well, any information that he could have given the um the Empire would be like ten years old. So he's not a threat to the mm. to the Alliance. So I don't know why they set up this whole through line for the captain to assassinate him just for the captain to not not to because reasons. Like, we never yeah. really got a resolution to that. Because he had the hots for her, um, but that never went anywhere. Yeah, and that never <laughs> went anywhere either. And then they made a big deal about the pilot. The pilot was really important. Well, no, he delivered the message Was he to supposed Saul. to have b- brain damage from that f-ing giant octopus yeah, what's the go slug thing? Well, well, well yeah, that, that was, was at least, there was at least a threat of that. Yeah, which right. I didn't know whether Saul Guerrero was saying that because he's a little bit loopy at this stage anyway. Like, yeah. it seemed like he was loopy, loopy, loopy until he got a, you know some of the happy Gas, and then it was like he was lucid again. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I didn't. I don't know. And it was very convenient how like they're in a jail cell. They've been they've been taken there <laughs> by crazy people. They don't know where they are, who they're there for. They didn't know that Saul Guerrero was there. They just said they were there to see Saul Guerrero, and these people took them someplace. They don't know where they are except for Jin. But I'm purely talking about um, Cassian. And then you know, old mate with the long hair, um, blind guy's mate. I actually can't remember his name. He's never um, even said Punisher. Punisher, yeah. <laughs> and the Punisher goes over and goes, oh, who's this boy? He's a he's an Imperial pilot. Let's kill him. And How then do you know that? Cassian's like, he must have oh, yeah. flying goggles on. <laughs> Which he never used. Yeah. They were on his forehead until right at the end. He goes, oh, these are inconvenient. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he didn't even have a mark. Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, also, what wind is in your face? Yeah. <laughs> but he goes yeah, over there. in a spaceship. <laughs> But then Cassian goes over and says, don't kill him. Are you are, are you the pilot? He's like, what? Are you the pilot? Do you know about Galen Erso? Mm. Yeah. He's like, oh, thank God you're the guy. And I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. He could yeah. be a drunk. <laughs> yeah. He's just, yeah. he's, he's picked I'm up the that. pilot, sure. <laughs> like, I have urine in my pants. Are you yeah. going to get me out of here? Yeah, and I'll then, be a f-ing pilot. <laughs> and then we've set up, they've set up Saw to be this, you know, he's too rebellious to be a rebel. He's getting, you know, he's a terrorist. He's getting shit done. And then they decide they're going to blow up um, Jeddah, and he just goes, oh, "I'm tired of running. Just I'm just going to stay here and yeah. die." And it's like, but since when? You're the one that's been fighting too hard because the rebels aren't fighting hard enough for you. Yeah. You've now gotten this message from Ursa mate saying, "Well, we, we figured out a way to stop." He's like, oh, I'm "Trust just... a woman to crush your confidence." He's like, "He's like, <laughs> that's oh, all I can say." Jesus. <laughs> Did you just Brendan Gibson do not reflect those of Gideon's geek? Isn't he on oxygen? Isn't that why he didn't stay? That's what that's what he's like. He's like, I'm I'm getting old, and you know, I'm not. Yeah, that's I'm not what Maddie's saying. Like, he's the biggest, supposed to be the best or the most. Yeah, and he's just gotten this big, you know, holographic message from old mate Jin's father saying, mm. "Well, we've got a way to, you know, give it to the Empire." That's what I mean. And like, he's just like, "Oh, she's rocked up." Yeah, and he's, he's like, "Oh, I've got to, happy. I've got to do a light jog to the ship." No, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it. his top but speed he, is with those robotic legs. <laughs> 
feet and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I think because yeah. that's what they were talking about that she was their best soldier at sixteen. And so mm. he's obviously seen her and gone, oh, good, someone else is fighting for the same thing that I'm fighting for. You know what? I'm old f- f- Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a nice thing to explore. I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Instead of the whole premise of the first hour of the Lethal film weapon. was, I'm too old we're, tr- we're trying to get this message <laughs> from Ursa to Saw. Yeah. Saw finally gets the message and plays it, and three quarters of it is a heartfelt message to his to daughter her, yeah. that he doesn't yeah. even know whether she's alive or not. But for, so he's, for he all spends he knows. all that time giving this, you know, big heart. Feels, I hope you get this, and then it was this two directed speech, like directly yeah. to her, yeah, before, and then quickly gives you know another ten seconds of um, exposition about the Death Star <laughs> yeah. before the message cuts out, and it's like, yeah, you could have put really, that mate? For all for all he knows, though, he uh, for all the dad knows, he's been raising her this whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's mm. true. No, but he, he says at the start, he says, "I don't know whether you're alive or dead." And he yeah, has, yeah, but he's he like, it's, it's a hail mary. He's like, I don't know if you yeah. are. Yeah, but it's kind of like, if you is, are, this is what I want to tell. Just like she was like, I hope he's dead. His, his. Well, that's it. She says, she's hope he's dead, and then suddenly she was all about saving her dad from this message. But I just, I didn't believe it in the moment that his hail mary was to. Yeah, it was way was too to, long to get this pilot yeah. to get this vital information about a flaw he's put in the Death Star that he has to get to source. Source the only person that he can trust with this information. But then he goes, I don't know if my daughter's dead, but just in case, here's a heartfelt message to her. Oh, by the way, I, oh, there's a there's a vent in the Death Star. Oh, the message ends. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like yeah. they spent too long on the, the soppy part of him talking to his... He doesn't even know whether his daughter's alive yeah. instead of getting the message. Get, get the information out first. And I'm going... And I wanted him to do that first and then say, I hope this helps you. And then as an after... And at the end go, and Jean, if, if you're there, if you're still alive... And then have that. It was just yeah. constructed the wrong way around. Much like a lot of the first probably forty-five minutes of the film, it just need it needs Mitch to get to it and just move <laughs> scenes around and re-edit it <laughs> and move things in different spots to just make it a little more streamlined. Um, yeah. But I think that was it in terms of the the problems I had with just sort of the writing and, and the characterization mm. and and the, the the forced nostalgia in a lot of ways. They were kind of manipulative in the way they were trying to play with our feelings in certain ways that I just didn't believe. Yeah. But other than that, yay! (laughs) So, I'll ask everyone, better or worse than Force Awakens? I'm going to go first and say, look, the Force Awakens was, was done really, really bloody well. It's just a thing of this was different. This was darker. This showed a lot more death. This yeah. is, um, it showed things that were at risk and, and everything like that. So uh, I, th- I think I'm always going to go for The Force Awakens because it come off the back of a story. It, it's going somewhere as well. Whereas this is kind of its own, it's, it's, sort of, it's standalone. Mm. So I would say The Force Awakens, but this in terms of its battle scenes is particularly mm. in the mm. final acts. Yeah hands down the best out of all the franchises. Like the battles were so intense and it didn't hold back showing the brutality of why it is Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Up until this point, I feel like the opening scenes from, uh, is it episode two or episode three? three, Episode three, that Mm. amazing battle scene above Coruscant Mm. um, was some of the best visual stuff we've ever seen in Star Wars. Mm. I would say the final act of this film beats that hands down. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Hey, were they using miniature models? Do you reckon, Mitch? For the Star Destroyers? 
That's what it looked like to me. It I'm felt like, like oh, early on when you see yeah. one of the early starter stories come yeah. out of the shadow. When the, the two, yeah. when the two collide. Oh, that was such a cool move. Because like, awesome. I thought awesome. when they, when those rebels now are like aiming for the ship and I'm like, when did you get hit? Like, who are you and when did you get hit? Yeah. And then I realised they were just going for a somewhat kamikaze sort of yeah. mission. And but then they essentially go into fucking battering warp speed. Ring. What impenetrable metal is that hammerhead yeah. made of that it can <laughs> it can go straight into that Death Star, uh, into the um, Star Destroyer yeah. and just basically push act as a tugboat it. and push it across <laughs> and then as soon as the starter right those two were awesome. just fucked and, yeah, and you're thinking that the one that they ran into that was like half blown up anyway because they disabled it was the one that was in real peril but it actually acted as like an axe to cut the other one in half mm-hmm. it's like oh shit like you think that the rebels didn't really have a big impact on the empire until the end of a new hope when they took on the the Death Star and then they really tore through them at the end of Jedi. But they did some serious damage in this film, yeah. like real damage, like yeah. those I star they, destroyers. That's a lot of man hours to build that shit, and yeah, they really, it's got to cost some money. They really redeemed the rebels in with, by making this movie yeah. because yeah. in all the yeah. other ones they're all a bunch of bitches. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think it adds some emotion to the viewer as well. Yeah. You see planets getting blown up, and oh yeah, that planet's gone, and, and millions of people dead. But you don't actually know the people, so it's just the like, individuals. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. How, exactly. how many people have an emotional connection to Alderaan? Like you just yeah, like exactly. you know we got blown up, but you don't give it. So to you see these characters grow throughout the movie, and you get to know them, and then they're just all dead, and you're mm. like, holy shit, this you know, there, there's it's, a whole purpose. Yeah. They they all died, knowingly died, just to get these plans back to their home base this is this is a real thing these people are risking and and giving their lives for this resistance Mm. it's it's real Mm. you're right though like talking about alderaan like it's it's not interesting that the original star wars started like this because they didn't know what it was going to become i guess but yeah it started off they're threatening a planet that we don't care we just have to go wow they're going to destroy a planet that's yeah that's that's evil um but they did it but like like maddie said we've never been there when we first watched that film when it was first screened in 1977 we've never been there we've never seen someone from there i mean leia obviously Mm. said that she she lives there that's her her dad was there but that was it well that's the thing yeah Yeah. we we assume and that's what i kind of would have liked that scene between if it would have been the only scene we saw of leia or maybe a, a, a first of what would become, I guess, two scenes with Leia is Bail Organa going up to her and saying, you know, I want you to go do this mission, blah, blah, blah. I'll see you back in Alderaan. Mm. Yeah. Because you got it. He That's, I guess, where he was waiting for it. Mm. Yeah, because he goes, I've got the- someone and I trust her with yeah. whatever. And we know he's talking about Leia. He yeah. trusts his daughter with his life. But mm. I kind of wanted just that little bit to say, I'll be, I'll be waiting for you. Or I'm going to go back to Alderaan and get stuff ready or blo- and whatever. Just to give... I know they're blowing up a planet, but again, we haven't even still met anyone that we know was there when it happened. We yeah. assume Bail Organa was there because we never saw him or heard of him in the original trilogy. And he was her father, so you got to think him I being such a big part of the rebellion, reason, we would have. For some reason, I always thought he was on the planet. Did she say something, my family or my father? Or, I swear to God. No, all I remember oh, is her her Someone might have apologized for her father's death. Oh, no, they did. At the end of New Hope, you're right. Someone said, oh, I'm sorry about your father. She says, we haven't got time to think about the people that we've lost. You know, we've, we've yeah. got shit to do. And, and um, that... Just goes to show that the strength of Leia that you teased at before, and that's what I love about Star Wars. That even though I guess out of all of them, and I don't mean this in a necessarily a really bad way, but Genosa was probably the least likable. Not that she was unlikable, but she was the least likable of the female leads that we've seen because she was never really happy at any stage of mm. any part of this Just movie. That line with hope isn't that what rebellions are made of i'm like oh kill me see i didn't mind that because i only <laughs> yeah. saw that in the trailer but i didn't mind that because cassian, because cassian <laughs> said it to her at the yeah. start 
And yeah, it was kind of like she kind out. of developed that sort of feeling about it, so that it saved it a bit for yeah, me. But no, yeah, you're right. right; it was it was forced dialogue to sort of the, you know, the get a bit of feeling. The line from the trailer. Did you say that about where rebels we rebel? Did, did no, you it was like say that in the this film? is a rebellion. I rebel or something like this. Was that you know? in the film? It wasn't in the film. No, uh, no. I didn't think so. uh, and I, I would have liked it to be in a way just to give it context to the trailer because it was in the. F- was it in the first trailer? I want to say yeah. it was in the very yeah, first like trailer. A tagline and people end. hated it. I'm like, well, I mean, any trailer really, you like or you love it, and arguably any trailer that you don't like, you shouldn't not like because it will make sense when the actual film comes out. It's just the way that it's cut up. But yeah, I, I think I was just trying to defend that line. Whereas, yeah, it was probably too poor. They didn't obviously include it in the final movie because well, you didn't and need she's it. She's not actually a rebel. Like for the first, yeah. you know, no, but like of the film, she I, wasn't a rebel. I feel so. like that line came from the moment ten minutes into the film where they sat her down at the table and said, "This is what we want you to do," and them running out her list of, you know, indiscrepancies and stuff and all the criminal acts that she's been involved yeah, in. Yeah, but she never and identifies she, oh, herself really? as a rebel, so she wouldn't say, we're rebels, we rebel, because she wasn't one of them. No, she spoke... No, but like, yeah, but you don't have to be a part of the rebellion to be a rebel. Like, you know, if I say, oh, I'm a she, rebel, but I'm a rebel re- because I don't, I, don't, I don't stand by the rules. Like, she rebelled against the rebellion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, it's like she's a rebel by name as part she's, of a... Rebe- or they're rebels as extremist. part of a rebellion. She's a rebel <laughs> against authority or whatever. So it would have been nice to give context to that line, but at the same time, no one's going to go back and watch the trailers now. Everyone's just going to watch the film. So you, yeah. don't, you don't need that line. But something you did touch on before, Brendan, I think we should cover off, is the, 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 the amount of times they referenced the Force. Um, yeah, yeah, it was too much for me, especially for... And they always say your religion is dead or dead religion Tarkin said that to Vader to yeah, Vader. yeah. yeah. And then, uh, was it old superstitions yeah and, yeah you're the, you're the only one that's left of that religion yeah he says yeah yeah and I can't but I guess believe if he's, that if he's living on Coruscant the whole so time so many people said it mm. whereas well, what, the, may the we, force we be did. with you before they took off mm. like it's like people talking about a guy that died 2016 years ago. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's no, that's yeah. exactly how I, I know that it's always been set up as a religion, but I actually felt more like that in this film. I'm like, yeah. they're at the point, they're 20 years into this galactic imperial takeover. It's a myth and stuff. Yeah, yeah, as if like no always. one, yeah, like even when Luke Skywalker and you goes, you haven't heard of the Force? Yeah. Like, they're talking about it as if it was like over a hundred years ago, yeah. dead and buried. This thing was like I so guess, fresh. I guess my only counter to that, and I'm and, by and all again, means it is not, a ga- like a not whole defending big galaxy it. and shit. Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin's traveling around in space. You think he's probably based on Coruscant, which is the center of the their known galaxy or whatever. The people living on Jeddah are are living in a Jedi temple. They're mm. they're holding. Um, Jedi crystals. Jedi crystals and stuff. Yeah. There's monuments around, so I guess it's probably easier for them to... Hold on to it. ...to believe and to hold on to that, that Whereas tradition. other planets may have, like, once some people might have seen a Jedi do something a hundred years ago, but Jedi had no business on that planet ever since, mm. so they may have not have ever heard yeah. of it. It's like different yeah. planets. I do understand what I feel like, and, you know, I feel so like the fact that Coruscant... She's been raised by a mother that we don't, we're wondering about her connection, so that maybe that's why she... It's like background information. She's finally, like, found a reason yeah. to be able to use... just make I've, up their mind. I feel like 20 years ago, the fact that 20 years ago on Coruscant, there was a Jedi temple run by the Jedi Council who were basically the military of the... To me, that is... You shouldn't forget that. That is weirder than than, um, these people living on, on Jeddah. Yeah, but and then like we said, they say it's a myth. So do you want it to be a myth or do you want it to be a religion? Because mm. you've got to make up your mind. 
Yeah. I remember us hanging out with one of our, our uh, old mates in high school, and we were talking about Star Wars, and we spoke. he'd never seen it. We spoke about the Force. He goes, yeah, but the Force is bullshit. And we're like, well, obviously you and I can't use it. Yes, it's, <laughs> he goes, no, no, they've been in the movie. Isn't it fake? And we're like, no. <laughs> there is, there okay. is a funny... We're no actu- longer friends. It's actually a real thing in the movie. Is oh, I, I never knew that. And I'm like, well, there okay. Is, there is a funny but meme You're right, because though. I guess what they spoke about it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. There is a funny Clone meme Wars. going around, though. <laughs> Star and, Trek. And it points out the fact you see, like, Luke Skywalker from episode six from... Return of the Jedi and he's like on the ground in pain you know from forced lightning from the Emperor Mm. and it makes the point that Yoda and Obi-Wan both trained Luke they've both fought force lightning Never told him about it. No, <laughs> yeah. So just a little thing. You're gonna yeah. fight some guys that can do some. Yeah, they weird can actually shit. have electricity come out of their hands, and, and you're they not just, strong enough to they block don't that. Want to, they don't want to tempt him. They're going to stay away from the dark side. Well, no, Yoda was able to block force lightning from. Um, oh yeah. What's his name? And then you know you can block it with a lightsaber, but just even heads up, say, hey, the bad guys can shoot <laughs> lightning from their the hands. I'm just, you know, like, there's probably a lot of shit they had to teach, but just didn't. Yeah, I'm just imagining when it was more important to him. Front flips aren't doing piggyback. Yeah. You know, when he, uh, when he takes... I know that obviously Yoda had died, but I'm just imagining them as Force Ghosts, you know, sort of Luke flies away from Dagobah and Yoda pops up as a Force Ghost and Obi-Wan, they're just sitting there on that log and he's like, oh man, thank God you are told him about the Force Lightning thing. He's like, I... I, I I th- no, that's, that's, you in, that's in taught... lesson six. I did lesson one and two. <laughs> I, think, I think you taught him that. Oh, levitating ships just, out like, of a... just drift off into the background. <laughs> levitating ships out of a swamp is is, is course seven. So course yeah. six was force lightning. That was your job, Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. I like... mean, he learned all that shit very quickly. I know there's a lot of time between five and six that he you know went off and learnt shit, but still, mm. like from what we saw, what we understood Jedi training to be is a very quick course. Then you go back and watch yeah. the prequels and it's like, if we don't get you as a fetus, you, you may as well yeah. not train. He because... has a cert four, whereas <laughs> full. So that is, that is the double-edged sword of doing prequels like this and kind of having to, to retcon stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so. it's almost like they've done, every other film has done very well to tie into episode five and six. It's like, because mm. episode four was its own thing and then five and six built off it, but then the prequels are trying to building toward it, but also build off what five and six were trying to do, which was more than four. And then it's like, but still limiting themselves at the wasn't, same time. Wasn't the rumor that when star Wars first dropped in, when you say 70, Seven. 77, it was actually, shirt, it was actually just star Wars, <laughs> a new hope. And then they did the crawl and it wasn't until it was, until just, it was, star Wars. It was just star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't until a few years later when it was re-released that it was then titled Episode Four. Yeah. So because and then Lucas the, comes out. He's like, I always, I always envisioned it as being Part Four of. Uh, yeah. I, I just, I couldn't, I didn't have the technology, uh, technology and the capabilities to be able to, to to make one to three. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. Um, two sure, words, mate. bullshit. So I think that's why <laughs> yeah. Five and Six do kind of fit in better to the overall mythology because yeah. the original Star Wars was kind of just a one shot. It might have tanked. Yeah. Compared to Episode mm. Three, where they really rushed it at the end to try and mm. fit. Uh, New Hope. Mm. How much I thought was this the was so this? good. Yeah. yeah, really good. And yeah, the last really probably well what half an hour of of episode three felt really rushed. Just trying to For, get. It felt like it was oh, two no. minutes. I think they had half an hour's worth four. of stuff in about eight minutes at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. You know, Whereas Luke, this, Leia, take it to Coruscant. Take it. I'll take it to Alderaan. Take it, it to Tatooine. Obi Wan, what are you doing? I'm just going to go and hang out on a desert planet. It seems like a big life choice. Don't worry, we'll go. What? Yeah, what? You're the most powerful Jedi in the. Galaxy, and you're gonna bail now yeah. whenever I need you. F- start off then, Yoda. training other. F- don't f- off and be selfish. Yeah, because yeah. it made so sense. It like we find out that the galaxy, yeah. none of the Jedi are out there. But it's like, well, it's not like, it's not like the Force was not 
yeah. affecting... Force sensitive children yeah. are still being born. Yeah, yeah. They, just, they just don't know about it. Yeah, mm. so now they're going to be Sith. Obviously, that's what Luke's been doing post episode six, heading into episode seven. He's mm. been out there trying to find force sensitive kids and stuff like that. So, and I guess that's what Donnie Yen's character. That way. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> I was. <laughs> is it, that's what I love about Donnie Yen. It was the, a joke to the, be made, and I'm glad you made the, it. <laughs> the idea of Donnie Yen's character is that he's not. You don't have to be a Jedi to be able to know the Force. Jedi, essentially, mm. for me, is like you've had training. Mm. That that's your that's your police badge. Is you're difference. a Jedi. Here's your here's your weapon that only Jedi's get to make. You get a mm. kyber crystal or whatever. Mm. I'm sure they're in the black market as well and things like that. But mm. Jedi is like becoming a police officer, but you don't need to, you know, become a police officer to know how to use a gun yeah. or so, or to know how to use the law or to something admit, like that. I really hoped old mate was going to spark up his staff and then it had a lightsaber. The blind guy. Really, the blind yeah. guy. Yeah, that would have been good. I really yeah. wanted him to spark it. I, um, yeah. Especially the, when he's just walking to the lever. The more he spoke about the force, the more I thought it wasn't going to happen. And there was oh, even... no, I, I fully believed it by the end when he held it the way that he did. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Yeah. Forced with and me because it had a little yeah. metal tip on the end. I was yeah. like, yeah, come on. Um, and I was really hoping for maybe like a cameo from Ahsoka Tana or something like that. But yeah. I, think, I think they're saving her for Rebels. Who? How up to date are you with Rebels? <laughs> Let's not go into it then. We'll cut okay. this. <laughs> yeah. A lot of canon we've got to cover here. All right, we're going to wrap this up before we end up talking yeah. another hour because we probably could. We but definitely could. We'd, we'd start losing members. I feel like a couple of them. I think Lincoln and Reese are about to just have a cuddle in the corner and. <laughs> good red couch in the bean bag. Like we didn't even wrap it. No, I'm not saying we have to. But I think <laughs> we started a question who's to wrap the big it up spoon about spoon or the little spoon. Oh, we, we take turns. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 to wrap it up, I think it can even just be a one one word answer. I guess the way they've done. To wrap it up, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Have fun editing this. We, uh, yeah. we wanted to you have this up the, the next day, but Can there's, I change your mind? there's a good three hours of bleeping. <laughs> there's a good three hours of bleeping. Just seeing, yeah, seeing how they handled this spin-off separate to the main storyline film. Does it make you more or less confident slash excited for Han Solo? No. So less? No, neutral? I don't even want a Han Solo. No, yeah. me either. Yeah. Doesn't need to be done, mm. I don't think. Yeah, I'm less excited about Han Solo prequel than this. Mm. I mean, this was good in the end. Yeah. So it probably will be good. But yeah, yeah like I like the character, but it's like, I mean, Har- Harrison Ford is Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah. I like the actor that there's, they've there's got. There's no need to but... go back in. It's like doing the bloody MacGyver remake on TV. Yeah. Oh, it's just, yeah. There's no need. Yeah. There's no Rick Harrison Dean Ford's Why has he got an 80s mullet in today's society? Yeah. I don't like that. It's a story. Harrison Ford killed it. Awesome. And got killed, unfortunately. Yeah, so. we don't we'll need but, <laughs> yeah, but look, yeah, Rogue One, it had like it had a story to tell, and they did it well. Um, mm. But I'm not too pumped for that. Here's an interesting question yeah. I have for the room. Now, obviously, we all own uh, the you know the seven main films on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever it may be. How many of you will go out and buy Rogue One to add to your yep. DVD library when it comes? I've out? only got the originals. Yeah. I haven't got what just the, the original trilogy. Yeah, I haven't interesting. got. The sequels because they suck. Reese? Yeah, I will. <laughs> you will? Link? Yeah. I'll steal it off Mitch. Yeah, I was going to say, when Mitch gets them, I'll have it. Really? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I don't know. When if it comes I will. out on Netflix, I'll watch it again. A lot of films that I really love, I walk out of the cinema going, I either want to turn around and walk straight back in, or I can't wait for it to come out on DVD so I can watch the gag reel and the special features and stuff like that. I don't know whether That's, I'll add this to my collection or not. This has got to add some emotional attachment, though, right? For for the 
movie or for the original trilogy. If yeah, you go back and rewatch it, you go, yeah, this is what they were fighting it's for. Well, way like better. Said, it's, it's, it's way better than the other prequels. Yeah, it's to to Makes invoke more sense. to invoke something really horrible. Mitch um, nailed it in our Transformers chat the other day in terms of the third Transformers film. He cannot stand the first what two thirds of yeah, it. Yeah, two thirds. But yeah. the last third, you love uncontrollably and will defend it to your dying breath. Mm. I kind of feel a little bit like that about this film in that mm. the first half of it I can give or take. Yeah. But as soon as we get to Fiji, I'm all about it. All right, that is Get Into Geeks. Get Into Movies, full spoilers chat of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Nice way to cap off the year, boys. It's the way that we started this whole podcast with Star yeah, Wars The Force Awakens last year. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Happy anniversary to all of you, my five partners in this crime. Sounds Just, weird, but... In, oh, Jesus. Has <laughs> been a year. Has been a year. Let's not Force wait Awakens. as long between this and the next one as what we did with Force Awakens. Yeah, we went what, Force how Awakens. are we not getting paid for this yet? Yeah, come on, Disney. <laughs> Bullshit. What's up? <laughs> We're just doing nothing but positive reviews for your films. Marvel, Star Wars, everything. Beauty and the Beast. We're like, five stars already for Beauty and the Beast. Except for just me, send us I'm, a check. Except for me, I'm never positive lately. So Lately? <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can check out all of our gear. Getintogeek.com, our podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Hit us up on socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Or I drop us a line, getintogeek at gmail.com. Find myself at Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Matty Gibson. Link underscore Lewis on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Flying Gibson. No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, high pitch Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm left with the loser of the group. Yeah, Come just... on, that was self shaming. <laughs> Add the Brendan Gibson. Let's go with that. Good stuff, boys. We will be back. I don't know when. There's some good stuff coming out, but we'll just, you know, take this as it comes and enjoy the Christmas um, break. We've had a Tim Allen Christmas movie coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously not. Obviously, I'm joking. Yep, coming up next year, 1997. Can't wait for it. So. Santa Claus 4. I don't know. <laughs> Get into geek.com.